0: This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. Do you want to deepen your understanding of theology, ministry, leadership, justice, and more? Stay tuned to Learn About Seminary Now, a streaming video platform to
1: help church leaders meet the demands of ministry today. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable.
0: This is IVP.
1: listening to Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Your
0: Word is truth. Your Word is light Presented by City Press. Your Word is truth. Your Word is light The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson
1: and Akemeni Uwam. get in the word and may the word get in us
0: open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your word
1: old testament reading Nehemiah chapter 11 Nehemiah chapter 11 beginning at verse 1 the population of Jerusalem so the leaders of the people settled in Jerusalem while the rest of the people cast lots to bring one out of every 10 to settle in Jerusalem the holy city while the other 9 remained in other cities The people gave their blessing on all the men who volunteered to settle in Jerusalem. These are the provincial leaders who settled in Jerusalem, while other Israelites, the priests, the Levites, the temple attendants, and the sons of the servants of Solomon settled in the cities of Judah, each on his own property in their cities. Some of the descendants of Judah and some of the descendants of Benjamin settled in Jerusalem. Of the descendants of Judah, Athiah, son of Uzziah, the son of Zechariah, the son of Amariah, the son of Shephathiah, the son of Mahalel, from the descendants of Perez, and Masaiah, son of Baruch, the son of Col-Jose, the son of Aziah, the son of Adiah, the son of Jorab, the son of Zechariah, from the descendants of Shelah. The sum total of the descendants of Perez who were settling in Jerusalem was 468 exceptional men. These are the descendants of Benjamin. Salu, son of Mashulam, the son of Joed, the son of Padiah, the son of the son of Messiah, the son of Ethiel, the son of Josiah, and his followers, Gabai and Salai, 928 in all. Joel, son of Zikri, was the officer in charge of them, and Judah, son of Hasenua, was second in command over the city. From the priests, Jediah, son of Jorib, Jakin, Sariah, son of Hilkiah, the son of Meshulam, the son of Zadok, the son of Merayuf, the son of Ahitub, Supervisor in a temple of God, and their colleagues who were carrying out work for the temple, 822. Adiah, son of Jeroham, the son of Palalaya, the son of Amzi, the son of Zechariah, the son of Pashur, the son of Machijah, and his colleagues who were heads of families, 242. And Amashai, son of Azarel, the son of Azai, the son of Mashilamoth, the son of Immer and his colleagues, who were exceptional men. 128. The officer over them was Zabdil, the son of Hagedolim, from the Levites. Shemaiah, son of Ahashub, the son of Azricam, the son of Hashabiah, the son of Buni. Shabbatai and Josabad. leaders of the Levites, were in charge of the external work for the temple of God. Mataniah, son of Micah, the son of Zabdi, the son of Asaph, the praise leader who led in thanksgiving and prayer. Babkuya, second among his colleagues, and Abda, son of Shamuah, the son of Galal, the son of Jeduthun. The sum total of the Levites in the city was two hundred eighty-four, and the gatekeepers, Akub, Talman, and their colleagues who were guarding the gates, one hundred seventy-two, and the rest of the Israelites with the priests and the Levites were in all the cities of Judah, each on his own property. The temple attendants were living on Ophel. And Zicha and Gishpah were over them. The overseer of the Levites in Jerusalem was Uzi, son of Bani, the son of Hashabiah, the son of Mataniah, the son of Micah. He was one of Asaph's descendants who were the singers responsible for the service of the temple of God, for they were under royal orders which determined their activity day by day. Pethiah, son of Meshabel, one of the descendants of Zerah, son of Judah, was an advisor to the king in every matter pertaining to the people. As for the settlements, with their fields, some of the people of Judah settled in kiriath Arba, in its neighboring villages, in Dabon, in its villages, in Jakabzil, in settlements, in Jeshua, in Moladah, in Beth Pelet, in Hazar, Shual, in Beersheba, in its villages, in Ziklag, in Mekona, in its villages, in Enrimon, in Zora, in Jarmuth, Zanoah, Adulam, in their settlement, in Lakish in its fields, and in Ezaka, in its villages. So they were encamped from Beersheba to the valley of Hinnom. Some of the descendants of Benjamin settled in Giba, Mikmash, Aijah, Bethel, in its villages, in Anathoth, Nob, in Ananiah, in Hazor, Ramah, and Gitaim in Hadid, Zeboim, in Nabalat, in Lod, Ono, in the Valley of the Craftsmen. Some of the Judeans' divisions of the Levites settled in Benjamin. Proverbs chapter 19 Better is a poor person who walks in his integrity than one who is perverse in his speech and is a fool. It is dangerous to have zeal without knowledge, and the one who acts hastily makes poor decisions. A person's folly subverts his way, and his heart rages against the Lord. Wealth adds many friends, but a poor person is separated from his friend. A false witness will not go unpunished, and the one who spouts out lies will not escape punishment. Many people entreat the favor of a generous person, and everyone is the friend of the person who gives gifts. All the relatives of a poor person hate him. How much more do his friends avoid him? One who chases words, which are nothing. The one who acquires understanding loves himself. The one who preserves understanding will prosper. A false witness will not go unpunished, and the one who spouts out lies will perish. Luxury is not appropriate for a fool. How much less for a servant to rule over princes? A person's wisdom has made him slow to anger, and it is his glory to overlook an offense. A king's wrath is like the roar of a lion, but his favor is like dew on the grass. A foolish child is the ruin of his father, and a contentious wife is like a constant dripping. A house and wealth are inherited from parents, but a prudent wife is from the Lord. Laziness brings on a deep sleep, and the idle person will go hungry. The one who obeys commandments, guards his life, the one who despises his ways will die. The one who is gracious to the poor lends to the Lord, and the Lord will repay him for his good deed. Discipline your child, for there is hope, but do not set your heart on causing his death. A person with great anger bears a penalty, but if you deliver him from it once, you will have to do it again. Listen to advice and receive discipline, that you may become wise by the end of your life. There are many plans in a person's mind, but it is the counsel of the Lord that will stand. What is desirable for a person is to show loyal love, and a poor person is better than a liar. Fearing the Lord leads to life, and one who does so will live satisfied. He will not be afflicted by calamity. The sluggard has plunged his hand into the dish, and he will not even bring it back to his mouth. Flog a scorner, and as a result, the simpleton will learn prudence, correct a discerning person, and as a result, he will understand knowledge. The one who robs his father and chases away his mother is a son who brings shame and disgrace. If you stop listening to instruction, my child, you will stray from the words of knowledge. A crooked witness scorns justice, and the mouth of the wicked devours iniquity. Penalties have been prepared for scorners and floggings for the backs of fools. New Testament Reading Revelation Chapter 12 through Revelation chapter 13, verses 1 through 10. Revelation chapter 12, beginning at verse 1. The woman, the child, and the dragon. Then a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and with the moon under her feet, and on her head was a crown of twelve stars. She was pregnant and was screaming in labor pain, struggling to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven, a huge red dragon that had seven heads and ten horns, and on its head, were seven diadem crowns. Now the dragon's tail swept away a third of the stars in heaven and hurled them to the earth. Then the dragon stood before the woman who was about to give birth so that he might devour her child as soon as it was born. So the woman gave birth to a son, a male child, who was going to rule over all the nations with an iron rod. Her child was suddenly caught up to God and to his throne, and she fled into the wilderness where a place had been prepared for her by God so she could be taken care of for 1,260 days. War in heaven. Then war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back. But the dragon was not strong enough to prevail, so there was no longer any place left in heaven for him and his angels. So that huge dragon, the ancient serpent, the one called the devil, and Satan, who deceives the whole world, was thrown down to the earth, and his angels along with him. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, The salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the ruling authority of his Christ have now come, because the accuser of our brothers and sisters, the one who accuses them day and night before our God, has been thrown down. But they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives so much that they were afraid to die. Therefore, you heavens rejoice and all who reside in them. But woe to the earth and the sea, because the devil has come down to you. He is filled with terrible anger, for he knows that he only has a little time. Now when the dragon realized that he had been thrown down to earth, he pursued the woman who had given birth to the male child. But the woman was given the two wings of a giant eagle, so she could fly into the wilderness to the place of God prepared for her, where she is taken care of away from the presence of the serpent for a time, times, and half a time. Then the serpent spouted water like a river out of his mouth after the woman in an attempt to sweep her by a flood. But the earth came to her rescue. The ground opened up and swallowed the river that the dragon had spewed from his mouth. So the dragon became enraged at the woman and went away to make war on the rest of her children, those who keep God's commandments and hold to the testimony about Jesus. And the dragon stood on the sand of the seashore. Revelation chapter 13, verses 1 through 10. The two beasts. Then I saw a beast coming up out of the sea. It had ten horns and seven heads and on its horns were ten diadem crowns, and on its heads a blasphemous name. Now the beast that I saw was like a leopard, but its feet were like a bear's, and its mouth was like a lion's mouth. The dragon gave the beast his power, his throne, and great authority to rule. One of the beast's heads appeared to have been killed, but the lethal wound had been healed, and the whole world followed the beast in amazement. They worshipped the dragon because he had given ruling authority, To the beast, and they worshiped the beast too, saying, Who is like the beast, and who is able to make war against him? The beast was given a mouth speaking proud words and blasphemies, and he was permitted to exercise ruling authority for 42 months. So the beast opened his mouth to blaspheme against God, to blaspheme both his name and his dwelling place, that is, those who dwell in heaven. The beast was permitted to go to war against the saints and conquer them. He was given ruling authority over every tribe, people, language, and nation. And all those who live on the earth will worship the beast, everyone whose name has not been written since the foundation of the world in the book of life belonging to the lamb who was killed. If anyone has an ear, he had better listen. If anyone is meant for captivity, into captivity he will go. If anyone is to be killed by the sword, then by the sword he must be killed. This requires steadfast endurance and faith from the saints. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. All wise, all knowing, and sovereign God, I thank you for your word. Thank you, O Lord God, for the Proverbs that show us the importance of wisdom and prudence and discernment and valuing uh, those, those virtues, O God. Would you help us, O God, to ask you for wisdom, because we know that you do give it to us, oh God. Would you help us to be a people that are thoughtful, that are prudent, that are slow to anger, who are not um, rash in decision-making, but a people, oh God, that think carefully and who seek uh, communal input and wisdom on um, decisions that we're trying to make, oh Lord God, whether they be spiritual matters or career matters, oh God, or um, relational matters, oh God, would you help us, oh God, to be a people that are wise and who are shrewd, oh God, in these last evil days, oh God. And would you help us, oh Lord, when we read Revelation, oh God, it can be, it can put us on edge. It can be a little jarring. The imagery, um, and the imagery, oh God, and and what's to come. And it can for some, it can really strike um a bit of anxiety within one's heart, oh God. But I thank you. That if we are truly in you, we have nothing to fear, O oh God, because we know that you, O oh Lord, will uphold us with your righteous right hand. Would you help us to be a people that persevere and that endure until the end, O oh God, so that our fate will not be that we will our fate will be that we will not be numbered among those who are contending with, O oh God, the beast, O oh God, and who are who face the judgment, O oh God, who succumb to the judgment, O oh God, but but that we, O oh God, would pass through the judgment because of the righteousness of Christ, which has been imputed to us. Would you help us, O God, to hold steadfast to the testimony? And we thank you, O God, for the blood of the Lamb, because we know uh, that it's by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony that we do indeed overcome. Would you help us, O God, to be a people, O God, that persevere until the very end, that endure, O God, that maintain faith, O God. We can't do that apart from your Spirit, O God. So I pray that the Holy Spirit will strengthen us that the Holy Spirit would stand up within us, guard and keep our hearts and minds in faith in Christ Jesus. I pray this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen.
0: Seminary Now is an on-demand subscription-based educational platform for pastors and lay church leaders, featuring many of your favorite IVP authors like Esau McCulley, Tish Harrison Warren, Chad Britton, and myself, Christina Barland Edmondson. These video courses and certification programs deliver exclusive biblical, theological, and practical ministry training from a diverse group of leading educators and thought leaders. Accessible and convenient Seminary Now courses cover practical ministry subjects like preaching, evangelism, mental health, racial reconciliation, women in ministry, and more. Visit seminarynow.com to start learning today.